Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome back to As a Shocker Returns. I'm Helen. I'm Bryn. So we are... Uh, going into change the format of our podcast. Yeah. And we have already watched season two, episode 13, The Quest. And we have made notes. I, well, technically, I have made scribbled chicken scratch that Helen is going to take talking points from. Yeah, I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> and this is mostly so we can. Watch the shows with only our power. That'll be an odd thing that you guys hear. I was going to explain that I wanted to have episode clips every once in a while. Maybe we could look at. But the power is up. But now the power is back. And their TV is making a loud noise. Where's the remote? There it is. (laughs) But this is mostly because with our gremlins never getting better. It has been... Difficult to maintain some sort of a schedule, so this is us trying to do better by everybody. Yeah, basically, because what's happened is our son, who started kindergarten this year, has been sick basically, constantly, <laughs> basically <laughs> constantly, because for the last two years he hasn't been allowed to be around people, so he has no <laughs> immune system, and his sister. Um, was very, very good at wearing her mask last year. So she didn't even bring home that many germs. No. So he was, he's been a fairly sick little boy until this year. And he's had croup and he's had three COVID tests. He's never, it's been negative every single time. Poor kid. (laughs) (laughs) And then like, after he gets better, I get sick. So that's what makes it difficult. (laughs) Because her immune system is compromised. It's not compromised. It's excited. <laughs> you are full of lupus, woman. Yeah, you but are compromised. It's excited. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're going to switch it up. We're hoping that this will work a little bit better. The episodes will be a little bit shorter. Also, our episodes kept getting flagged for copyright, which is understandable since the entire episode was basically audible the entire time. So this way here, we can just put clips in as needed, I guess. Anyway, to start this episode off, the quest. Brian, what happened last episode? We've already watched a Necessary Evil. Last episode we watched was Necessary Evil. The last episode that we're talking about. Oh, Zena's dead. This is what I have to deal with, people. <laughs> I meant to get a coffee, but the power went out. That's fair. The power came back on. Do you want to pause and get a coffee now? No, no, because now we have to make sure we get it done before our son gets home. <laughs> <laughs> this is why energy drinks are important. Oh, I have one. Oh, fuck. 
Okay, she's running away now. I will tell you. I will tell you. The last episode we watched was Destiny, which talked about basically the birth of Xena's like warlord mentality and her first meeting with Julius Caesar. Um, this all happened basically while she was dreaming after an attack by a group of roaming barbarians that murdered her, basically. Anyway, this, the end of that episode very clearly sees her choosing to live for Gabrielle. Very clearly. It's like it's not even an accident. She's only shown talking images of Gabrielle, so that makes sense. I'm starting to think that Bryn doesn't actually have an energy drink. She's been gone a long time, and our kitchen is not that far away. I'm gonna pause. Okay, I found Bryn. <laughs> I, I have. I'm a little lost. <laughs> it's not a big fridge. I have <laughs> recapped the episode. That's basically where we left off. Okay, so you recapped Destiny. Yes. And we start off. We got we got Gabri having a bad dream. Oh, bad dream. Where she goes and hugs the sarcophagus. Yeah, and then afterwards she goes and hugs the sarcophagus. And then the next one is a bunch of barbarians that attack her because they want to take Xena's body for ransom. Yes. And then Yolus pops up. Yes. For reasons. Without Hercules. Yeah. Yolus is just wandering <laughs> around the countryside without Hercules. Which almost never happens in the actual show. Yeah. And when it does happen, that's when Hercules jumps the shark. <laughs> All the way off the shark. The thing about that Into also... Into the shark's mouth. What I don't understand is Gabby... This is only season two, so she is just getting good at her staff. Yeah. Eulis leaves her. Yeah, he does. He leaves her to go back to Hercules. Like... I feel like they did this so that they could say on Hercules that Xena was dead, but the shows take place in the same universe, and Xena knows where shit is because it was in Hercules, so we already understand that certain conversations happen off screen in this world. It doesn't make sense that... Yolis doesn't need to be there! Nope. Was Michael Hurst directing the episode? You no. had the wiki up. Alright, well that would have at least made sense. <laughs> I got I got literally nothing now. No. Besides just to make sure that Hercules gets told. Yeah. And we don't need that. I mean, I did watch Hercules, but just be, just when I knew that the crossovers were happening. Um, well, I started watching Hercules and then and then when I started watching stop. <laughs> when I started watching Xena, I stopped. See, my Mom and my aunt were all about Hercules and drooled all over him, and I was just like, I have no interest in this. I was gay way early, without realizing it. So I was like, I this isn't interesting. I'm like Greek myths, yay, great, but this doesn't appeal to me. It could be because I had to watch it with my mom and my aunt going. I mean, maybe. And so, when I came across Xena completely by accident mm-hmm. oh uh, that was it so then I was like oh crap now I have to watch Hercules so uh, if I don't if I miss something that happened in Hercules that's then gonna be part of Xena I need to know because I'm all about the needing to know 
No, I started with Hercules. Makes sense. That's how you actually got to meet Xena. Yeah. But I don't remember watching Hercules from the beginning. Oh, God. No, I've never watched Hercules from the beginning. I have. Don't recommend it. Because <laughs> um, I do own Hercules season one somewhere. Or I did at one point and maybe we've gotten rid of it. Oh, we haven't because reasons. <laughs> Um, oh, it's because it's got the Xena movies? Yeah. <laughs> That's why. Um, yeah, I don't know. I got into Hercules first because of the Greek mythology stuff. And I liked it. I had no problems with it. But when Xena started, I just watched Xena. And then I would only watch Hercules when there was a crossover. But I didn't really start to despise it until the Dayhawk storyline crossed over. And I felt like... They did a lot of, like, really bad stuff with that and destroyed the show. I don't know whose decision it was to go that way there. Because Zeno's was kind of one and done with it. Like, yeah, they... One season, that's it. They they might, they might bring it back up in, like, context. Yes, if but that's needed, it. But they didn't... Yeah. Double down on it and be like, yes, this is the way we go. Which, I mean, we could talk more about that later on, but it was yes. really, it was really, really weird the way they handled that whole storyline. It was. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so after Eolus leaves her pretty much defenseless to Argo and the sarcophagus, uh-huh. Gabby comes across the Amazons. Yeah. So we get Ethany and we get... Who is so excited for Ethany? We get uh, Velasco. No. Okay, I was very happy about Melinda Clark. She has played Velasca expertly. Melinda Clark is amazing. But I am not happy with Velasca. I don't think we're supposed to be. That That's fair, which means that she played the character well. Like I mean, she did... it's pretty much a Melinda Clark character. <laughs> I love Melinda Clark, but she kind of does a type. <laughs> and it's not that far from the type. But contextually, she is Melosa's adopted daughter, and she wasn't there last time because she, she was a bitch. Um, <laughs> she challenged for the Reddit cast and lost. lost. So she was banished to the from the one witch. that Gabrielle got her right of cast from. Tereus. Tereus, yes. Also, in between that, we get Autolycus. That's right. That There's a scene with the, that's when we first get Autolycus in the whole yeah. Xena bit. So, like, right when like, Gabrielle goes off with the Amazons at that point. Before we get the explanation about Velasca and whatever. Um, but right after that, we get um, Autolycus, who He's is stealing, the, stealing dagger the dagger of Helios. The god killer. And he is quite clever about it. I don't think any of his plans would have worked that way. <laughs> um, and you can hear Xena's, like, yell in the background every time something, like, a little bit weird goes off, because he doesn't know what's going on. No. <laughs> yeah, he's about to teeny tiny grapple hook climb out of the temple. And you get the wee 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 wee. And <laughs> his grapple hook goes in, destroys a statue. So this very clearly not well crafted statue. Yeah, the statue would have been shit. <laughs> gets torn in half. This top half get clean cut right Either off. Either that or Xena is a demigod even in her spirit state. Even in the spirit world, Xena's a demigod. 
explanations because the teeny tiny grappling hook. Tina being a demigod is almost the only explanation for almost anything. Accurate. (laughs) To get the wooden map to show where Ambrosia lies. Yes. And then he um, loses control of his body entirely to Xena so Xena can get them out. (laughs) Because a bunch of the guards come in and discover that he's stealing stuff. And it's absolutely remarkable watching Bruce Campbell play these play this watching he was... Bruce Campbell play everything Bruce is a really good actor I think he's one of the like he's an underrated comedy actor I think because being able to twitch and make your body move in a way as if somebody else was trying to control it yeah and you were fighting against still them still trying to control it yeah so it was just masterful watching it happen he doesn't know what's going on, but then he hears a voice, and then he starts walking around talking to everybody about the voice he hears. <laughs> Hilarious. And he, he, they go over to a bucket, and he can see Xena's reflection, which is confusing, but fine. Magical exists in this world. I'll take it. Yeah. And there's a dagger that kills gods, and also gods. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where Xena then gets to explain exactly what is happening, what they're going after. Yeah. And that he needs, she needs him to steal her body. Right. Which you wouldn't think would have to happen if he would just go to Gabrielle and say, this is what's happening in my life. I mean, there's a lot of things that could have happened. You know, there's just a lot of things that could have happened. So we we left with the Tolikis for a while. We're back at the Amazons where Gabby is getting her coronation. I am still absolutely disappointed with Gabby willing to give Zena an Amazonian fire. Uh, fire. I'm not. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. She she said she was going to bring her ashes back. That's perfectly fine. Zena would have been fine with that. It does make it easier to travel. I get yeah. it. Zena just wanted to lay to rest with her brother. I don't think they really cared. Like, that didn't really seem to be her concern. I think it only bothers me knowing what future we learn about the future. Okay, but what we learn about the future... I mean... spoilers! (laughs) Yeah, but spoilers, how does Gabrielle bring her back? Accurate. Yeah, so... (laughs) Anyway. So, Gabrielle (laughs) has agreed to give... Xenon uh, Amazonian burial ceremonial yes. fire. Atolicus dressed in Okay, Gabby's. but first we gotta do uh, you have we gotta do notes. the coronation. Right, oh right, the coronation. Velasquez has taken Gabby aside and even said like don't take the crown, just give the mask to me and then everything will stay the same and yeah. there's no read. And I remember watching this episode originally and thinking, you know what, Gabrielle, that's smart. You're not a queen. <laughs> oh, nor are you an Amazon, really. No. And you would not be equ- equipped to lead them to war. You're literally just doing this because your best friend asked you to. Yes. Which is, I mean, fine. <laughs> it's a valid reason. I just, let's be honest about it. That's all I'm saying. But in Gabrielle's defense, she knows very well that even if she did take the yeah. mantle, she would have a council of Amazons helping her along the way. 
Also, I think her point was probably to take the mantle and give it to Ebony. Which yes. is, you know, what happens at the end of the episode. So. Because I know very well, especially hearing where Velasco wanted to go back to war with the centaurs to gain more land. Yeah. Gabby couldn't let that happen for her best friend. Yeah. That's that's the part. So, I mean, it, it's fine. I guess. <laughs> it, it's not smart. It's not smart. But we can't say that we all do smart things for our best friends. No, I mean, that's usually how we have best friends. <laughs> it's the people who will do the stupid things with us. Yes. <laughs> Generally. Um, so that's when you see Atalicus in Amazonian garb. And Gabby's. Gabri- Gabby's Amazonian garb. Yes, yes, that's right. That's what we figured out. It was Gabrielle's yeah, yeah. old Amazon outfit. Like, and it's, it's hilarious. One. There's no reason for him to dress up. Because he has a hairy belly. Also, he knows that Gabrielle is there. Like, Zena's told him Gabrielle's there. He could have just walked in and talked to the queen. this is the part that doesn't make any sense and then he gets caught because he's kind of an idiot and uh well yeah yeah he waited for gabrielle to leave after she went on and on and on to xena's sarcophagus how she was going to be queen and how it was the right decision and she has to move on but she will always hold xena in her heart there's no subtext okay we'll get to that in a minute get to that argument man. then she leaves he comes in to say this is how I'm going to perform this magical feat of stealing your body and Gabrielle comes in going seize him how dare you and he gets all mad and then he tries to tell her that no it's really it's Zeno on the inside <laughs> and that um, she buys not at all because it sounds crazy <laughs> also Gabrielle watched Zena die so it's not like she didn't know um, and he stays in the hut, sort of, for a minute, while Gabrielle goes out to start the funeral and accept the mask. And where's Velasca? Velasca got mad because Gabrielle didn't give her the mask. Velasca's in the crowd, and when Gabrielle gets the mask handed to her, she steps up away from, tries to step forward, being prepared to accept the mantle, like the mask, only to have Gabrielle look at her. Right. And start putting the mask on herself. Right, and then she shot the knife. Right, 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 right. Nothing really gets solved very well. The Amazons till the next episode. This is all very confusing. <laughs> anyway, Autolycus breaks out of the thing. They light Xena's pyre. Yep. And he thinks, oh no, it's too late. Yeah. Zena takes over Atalicus's body. A hundred percent. She just is like, just relax. And then she just goes. <laughs> so she does her Zena moves and her Zena yell. And then Gabrielle's like, oh my god, that's my girl. And the way Renee has Gabrielle's face light up. Yeah. To realize that, wait a minute, that is Zena. Yeah. He said the truth. That, that's Z. Those are Zena's moves. You can't tell me. She knew. Just by watching somebody else make these moves. That Gabrielle is not in love with Xena being able to, like... Dude, she had, like, a two-minute speech about how much she loved Xena (laughs) right before this. Yeah, but you can't tell me it's platonic love. 
You cannot tell me it's platonic I mean, love. okay, but then that brings us to the next scene because they do, in fact, steal Zena's body and they go off. Gabrielle and Autolycus. Because Gabrielle is on Team Autolycus now. Yeah. And then they she have a little conversation. to get ran away with. <laughs> she did. She really did. And then Zena doesn't really ask for permission again to take over Autolycus' body. <laughs> no. She's like, I get to talk to my girl? Let me talk to my girl. Bah! Makes Gabrielle close her eyes and then they talk in dream space. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how the to start discussing this. The nineties is weird because this scene goes down the way you like the way you want it to go down. Like they say they love each other. It's all great. It's all grand. They mostly kiss, and then it fades, and it's Atalikas and Gabrielle kissing. Straight people want us to believe that that's subtext, but motherfuckers, <laughs> that's text. That's text. Oh, it makes me want to ask that's if the straights are okay, because there's nothing subtext about that. There's no subtext. The only reason why it wasn't more explicit than that is because it was the 90s. Early 90s. No, mid, late. Mid 90s. Mid 90s. Mid 90s. Because, yeah. Yeah, there's no subtext. Mm-mm. 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 Even after... Because after that kiss, and Natalia was like, I'm glad you worked things out, and I had a good talk. And she's like, get your hand off my butt. But, and it's like, he doesn't even know. No. Like, I'm glad you had a good talk. Like, he didn't even know what the conversation was, which means Zena blocked him out of that, and <laughs> his hand was still on Gabrielle's butt. <laughs> which he got hit for. Zena. Yes. <laughs> Zena took control over him, hit him, because he didn't let go when Gabrielle was like, your hand's on my butt. And we're supposed to think that's subtext. That's just a best friend looking out for their best friend. Oh, no wonder why God. our best friendship was so fucked up. <laughs> no, she's just my best friend. I'm gonna just hide behind my hair. <laughs> Nobody else is here, but sure. <laughs> but yeah, literally. Oh, yeah. Shit. And, um, I don't know, it's hard to process that, and it's hard to process that with, like, you reading the wiki two minutes ago, or right before we recorded this, and, and them saying that it's subtext, and it's, it's not, it's not <laughs> subtext. It's not subtext. Because they did not pan back until after Xena had already reached Gabrielle. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was mm, the only you didn't get to see mm, lips on lips. But there was no denying what that was. One of my favorites is watching this episode on the Xena with uh Renee and Lucy's commentary. <laughs> because they didn't remember this episode. No. And even they were like, what the heck? You <laughs> <How>? kissed <laughs> Oh, How are they pretending they're not gay? Yeah, uh, you're my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, mocking each other. Oh, but oh, anyway, time. that's '90s representation for you. So Velasca has everybody charging after Gabrielle because Gabrielle's a traitor because she let Zena's body be taken. None of that makes sense either. Um, of which Ethany states, by the way. Yes. <laughs> 
Because Anthony's like, maybe we should just let Gabrielle explain it to us, because yeah. this doesn't make any sense. It's not like Gabrielle <laughs> to do something like this without a reason. Let's have her talk. But Velasco wants that power, power, power. Well, of course she does. So Xena, Gabrielle, and Italicus go to the temple of something, something. Helios? I don't know where I they're going. I don't remember. It's just on a map. It's just a place on a map. Anyway, they go they f- with the dagger of Helios. They put it in the dooley, and the, the fruit of the gods falls well, out of the we, ceiling. we skipped some scenes. I did, because all of it is Velasca being mad. <laughs> and BDSMer. What? She had Autolycus on a leash, stripped down, and was oh. beating him and saying, I like pain. I don't, I don't, I don't, pain because I don't. Of what it can make people do. Right. She is. See, totally a dominatrix. See, here's the difference. I'm super ace. And you missed it. ignored that scene. I didn't oh. miss it. I remember oh. it now. I can see it in my head, but yeah. Oh, you ignored it. I did. Oh. I'm sorry. I ignored it in that context anyway. It was it's a Velasquez evil context that I just kept it in. <laughs> Fair? Okay. Ways to see things from an ace and an aloe. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. I actually don't remember the order of the events as next happens. All I know is that there's a fight. Well, ends up happening is Autolycus, they get to the cave and he sees the stone with the dagger imprint. He's like, that looks familiar. Didn't figure it out as much as Xena's fading in the background going, dagger of Helios, dagger of Helios. <laughs> and you don't hear her anymore. And they get captured. They get brought back to the Amazonian tri- the camp. Gabby and Ephany and Ever- Solari all get thrown into the dungeon with their allies. Well, Atolicus gets leashed and collared and beaten around by Velasca to figure out what's happening. I know there's something important about that cave. What? Right. That's how she finds out that it's Ambrosia. Then she... What I never understood with her is she stripped him from his lockpicks and all that stuff, so he was basically in his boots, pants, and tunic, but didn't take away all his weapons because in his boot was a dagger of Helios. Yeah. So I don't understand how it got to that far. Unless it was some, you know, secret ally trying to give him hope. To well, be like, I maybe mean... you can use this dagger to get out of her clutches, and then... Yeah, so not all of the Amazons were Velasca friendly. I know a lot of them were pretty much saying, okay, you will kill me, so I'll just stay here. Um, okay, but what... But when they get to the cave, how do they start the fight? How does the fight start? I don't remember. Uh, Velasca goes back to the cave and grabs... The vines, and that's when Gabrielle and Talcus show up. Right. Okay. So but Alaska Atalicus gets has there the broken first. Arm. And then Dina Z- jumps into Gabrielle, and then there's a fight on the vines. That Velasco loses because Velasco cannot fight Dina. No, no, she cannot. Um, um, not even in Gabrielle's tiny little Uyghur body. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so then. Uh, she managed to... Velasca gets a dagger of Helos into the imprint, turns the crank, then Ambrosia falls from the sky, right? hits Gabby in the boob, 
Right, which is how Gabby gets her piece of ambrosia. And then falls into fire. Right. Velasca then falls onto spikes. Well, I mean, I'm pretty, pretty sure that, yeah, Xena cut the vines above her head to let her fall. Yeah. Which is fine. (laughs) Yeah. And then falls onto spikes. And she comes back down to where Ephany has brought the sarcophagus down to the cave to give Xena and Ambrosia to be like, what does it matter? All the Ambrosia are going. And she reaches into her bra to be like, it's Boob Ambrosia. Boob Ambrosia. <laughs> Ambrosia. I mean, okay, but how did Xena's body stay so perfectly preserved for so long? Or am I to believe that this happened all within a week? It happened all within a week. I mean, Greece is, is not, like, Canada big, but it's not, it's not small. Oh, I believe that maybe what ended up happening is it was frozen because that's where they are up in the mountains. Maybe, maybe. That, yeah, okay, we'll go with that for a little while. We have to suspend some belief at some point. Is I know. Well, I try, but sometimes my brain is like, her body would absolutely not look that way right now. Like that, my brain just can't. Also, demigod, she doesn't. She's not gonna. My brain off. just can't turn it off. I know. I appreciate your brain for that. I really do. It makes us think. But yeah, she's a demigod. Anyway, she comes back to life, and she's fine. Everybody's fine. Celebration. Woo, alive. Uh, the disclaimer of the episode after it all. Wait, wait. Before the disclaimer, we get a shot of a not dead Velasca oh, yeah. preaching for Ambrosia. Okay. That had the last piece that had fallen from the... Fade to black. Disclaimer. Xena's body was not harmed during the production of this motion picture. However, it took time. weeks for Autolycus to get his swagger back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure. Autolycus is in quite a few episodes this season. I thought he wasn't in that many, but he's in quite a few. Which makes me happy. I really enjoy Autolycus. I do, too. Um, I am... Um, I would rate it an eight. Yeah. Um. Yeah. An eight. A solid eight, maybe. Maybe higher. I don't know. I feel like this episode is probably, like, the Xena episode for me. Kind of ties in together, like, all of the things. It it, it, it does. So, like, because before this episode, we didn't hear about Ambrosia. And, like, that's... That's not true. We did it in season one. When? With the two dudes that you made us watch, thinking that it was going to be something, the introduction of Joxer, but it was actually the introduction of Ambrosia. Right. I don't know. It just feels like it, I I don't know. It is good. Belinda Clark's a little bit hammy, but that's more so a problem in the next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And it's not really a problem. It's it's just, it's kind of appreciated, actually. (laughs) She really goes for it, man. She swings for it hard. 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 And when you're up against Hudson playing Callisto, it's hard. (laughs) So the next episode will actually be a necessary evil, and it picks up exactly where this one left off, but with no Bruce Campbell at all, as if he never existed. Yeah, he just disappeared. Well, we did get to see him off. We did get to watch him leave. Yeah, like, we saw him off, and he went to go do stuff, and... We'll see him in a couple like, of episodes. Like, because he said goodbye to Xena. She said, I'll give you a favor. You're a really nice guy. And he's like, no, I'm not. Yeah. 
So she is. Yeah. So he said goodbye. And then. And then. They had the other heart to heart. And then we pick up as if, you know, because they, they don't even talk about him next episode. No, it's not even a conversation. We never really <laughs> process the fact that Xena's dead at all. And it's funny because we don't have that many episodes in between this and the death. So, <laughs> I understand now why we have an co- episode like a couple episodes afterwards where Gabrielle's like, I need to deal with some trauma. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's a lot of trauma. So, we'll deal with that next time. I am not giving dates on when anything is going to be out because our children are unpredictable in their wellness, as am I. Yeah. So. Many apologies to our loyal listeners who do. Yes. Uh, you can always reach out to us on TikTok. I was about to say Tumblr. We don't have a Tumblr. We better not. <laughs> Although TikTok is not that much different than Tumblr anymore. Instagram. Yes, we have an Instagram. We are on Twitter, although minorly, and we're going to try and get up on YouTube, but there's not really much video there. So TikTok and Instagram is basically it. You can also email us. Same thing as the shock room turns at gmail.com. And until next time. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.